0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Hey, 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 hey! What up? What up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to "I'm Probably Right." Rate us, us subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. Find us wherever you find your podcast, That's where you find us. Know where you're listening to us right now? You can find us there. Find us at the Believe Podcast Network. That's b l e a v dot Apple, Spotify, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud—all that stuff—we're there. My man Kevin Cleland is producing, engineering the show. Kevin, what's cracking? How you doing, brother? What's up, Reggie?
0: I am doing good on this eve of Thanksgiving and looking forward to just eating all kinds of good stuff and drinking some IPAs. So, looking forward to Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be—it's gonna be—it's gonna be a good time. And I'm sorry we weren't here last week. I was deathly ill but now I'm okay and I'm back and we got some good stuff to talk about because I feel bad for the haters right now Kevin because the people that the haters love to hate on are having a really good week we're also gonna get the football games we give you Reggie's picks for the football games on Thanksgiving Day but first up Kevin, you know, um, since it is Thanksgiving and we're on our way to, you know, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, uh, I decided I was going to sip on one of my favorite spirits. Uh, I'm a I'm a rye whiskey guy. Kevin, are, do you, are you do you, do you like whiskey? I know you're an IPA. Do you yeah. like whiskey?
0: I do like the whiskey on occasion. Um, yes. Who doesn't?
1: Yeah, yeah. And this is a good occasion. It's gentleman's because drink. gentlemen's drink, baby. I, I drink it straight up on the rocks, but I'm I'm sipping a little bit of Mictors, Uh, you know, rye whiskey. And I'm feeling really good because Zach Wilson is turning out to be the bust that I said he was. And I want to preface this by saying, I because you guys all know me as the person who's always talking about haters, I do not hate Zach Wilson. I hate what Zach Wilson represents. Let me explain. If you've been listening to this show, which I hope you have been listening since the beginning, about two years ago during the NFL draft we were talking about the NFL draft and the quarterbacks coming out and two years ago if you remember that draft the number one pick overall was Trevor Lawrence and no problems with that right I had watched Trevor Lawrence through college um I saw him and I saw him in high school saw him on ESPN in high school knew the dude was dope understood he went to clemson his freshman year leads him to the championship and then the media decides that he's the number one pick no matter what's going to happen we're going to vault this guy up there i was okay with it i debated it but i was okay with it but there was another guy in that atmosphere in that stratosphere of being talked about as the number two quarterback because number one was going to be trevor lawrence no matter what and that was justin fields and i had a problem with Justin Fields being automatically assumed to be number two because when I had last season, and, and, and let me also say this, I watch more college football than any of you, okay? Any of you listening to this right now, any of my friends, anybody that, any not even my friends, the people who are just fans of the show, I watch more college football than you, okay? I've watched all the Trevor Lawrence games that were on cable because I'm not buying the ACC network because ACC is trash, I watched every Justin Fields game when he was at Georgia. I watched him when he transferred to Ohio State, and Ohio State is on every damn time because they love Ohio State on the national TV network. So I watched all the Ohio State games. I saw Justin Fields play against Clemson. I saw Justin Fields wipe the floor with Clemson and outplay Trevor Lawrence, and from there I was sold. That guy is Who I want to see in the pros. I think he's going to be the better of the two quarterbacks in the pros. Justin Fields. But a funny thing happened along the way to the draft. From their high school careers, they were 1-2. Through college, they were 1-2. All the way up until the combine, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence were 1-2. Trevor Lawrence was the number one quarterback going to be taken. And Justin Fields was going to be the number two quarterback taken. But out of nowhere, there came a dude named Zach Wilson. Kevin, had you ever heard of Zach Wilson until he was drafted by the Jets? Nope. And that sounds like most people who don't really watch college football. I'd watch college football. I had seen Zach Wilson play. He wasn't no number two overall pick but that's where he vaulted up to and why did that happen this is what happens and 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 people love to say that i i always try to play the race card or turn things racial some things you just can't get out of the way of being racial this is what happens and it happens a lot it used to happen way more than just this 2 years ago this is what happens When NFL owners and GMs want a white dude to be the quarterback of their franchise so bad, but the only, the best available person is a brother, they gotta go invent one. The media, the Jets invented Zach Wilson and wish cast him up to the number two pick in the draft coming from BYU when nobody had ever seen this dude play a lick. Why had they not seen this dude play a lick? Because BYU sucked. Because Zach Wilson was a dude who couldn't even be Coastal Carolina. I don't know about you, but when I watch great quarterbacks in college, they're usually coming from the Power Five conferences, and if they're not, it's because they're spectacular and they're doing the the amazing it ain't amazing when you lose to coastal carolina you don't do that if you're a dude who's a life changer in the nfl it just don't work that way and so all of a sudden people are talking about youtube clips they go on the youtube clips to try to push this dude ahead of justin fields and of course we get all the reports coming out about justin fields after the dude had just whooped trevor lawrence's ass in a in a in a, in a bowl game and And played with cracked, broken ribs to try to get an Ohio State school to a national championship. They got to the championship game and lost to Alabama. Why? Because the dude was compromised and Alabama was a better team. But that dude put that team on his back and led them all the way there. And then we start to get the reports that Justin Fields is lazy. He doesn't stay long enough to practice. Justin Fields gets rid of the ball too quickly to his outlets and doesn't go through his reads. When, for the longest time, what have we heard from coaches about quarterbacks? Take what the defense gives you. If the defense gives you the running back in the flat and he's wide open and the dude is going to be a pro as well, why wouldn't you throw the ball to him and let him make something out of nothing? Why wouldn't you take the tight end who's wide ass open right away? But this is what they do. They move the goalposts. When the brother is doing something that you're supposed to do, they make it something different. And this is what happened with Zach Wilson. We could go back to Mitchell Trubisky as the number four overall pick in a draft when that dude couldn't even beat out the quarterback who was in front of him at North Carolina, who ended up being a kick returner in the NFL. This dude has one good year at quarterback, and NFL teams, the Bears, couldn't get out of their own way to trade up and draft him over who? Deshaun Watson, who had just won a national title, beating Alabama. Over who else? Patrick Mahomes, who is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. And where is Mitchell Trubisky now? On his third NFL team, not even starting anymore because he's not any good. And I don't hate Mitchell Trubisky. I hate what they represent. What they represent is racism. And people, and, and it's just that's just the only way that you can call it. There is no way on God's green earth Zach Wilson should have ever been a first round draft pick, let alone the number two. But these Teams and these coaches and these execs wanted this dude to be it so bad, and I saw it on draft day. I could watch. I could. I could already tell you before. There's no way this dude's gonna be anything. There's there's absolutely no way. I know this because he was at BYU and he couldn't win any kind of real games. And real talent doesn't go to BYU. Okay, they just don't. BYU gets the people that that Colorado doesn't want. Right there. Nobody from nobody's at BYU who got offered from Alabama. That doesn't happen. So I knew he wasn't going to be any good. But then I saw him on the draft day and they had all the Jets draft picks and there was. Four brothers all blinged out in suits and, and, and you know, what I'm saying posing for the camera. And they had Zach Wilson in the middle of them. And that dude looked like he was scared to death and had nothing to offer to this lineup, this pose, this anything. And right then and there, I can look and tell that dude ain't never going to be able to tell these guys what to do. And as your quarterback, you have to be able to command the huddle, have to be able to command the team. And that dude who looks shook on national tv on draft day. his favorite it should be his it should be the most exciting day of his life that dude looked like a fish out of water and then we show up to this week just this past week the new england patriots and the jets are playing in the mediocre quarterback bowl because they got the other quarterback in that draft who i said is not going to be good he's going to look good Right away because he's a fifth year senior and all these other guys are early draft entrants. And hell, if I give you five years to take a test and the other dude only got three years, you better outscore him. From the start, you better. You've got a you've got a two-year head start. That's what Mac Jones was. Mac Jones was a five-year player, and the other dudes were three years in. Of course he looks good right at the beginning. But they're going to average it out, and then you're going to see Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields look better. Never thought that Zach Wilson was going to look better, just because, no. But we get here to this week, and they lose the mediocre quarterback bowl to the Patriots. Is the second the second loss Zach Wilson has had this season to the Patriots, right? Zach Wilson was 9 for 22. The offense scored three points. They lost the game. After the game, the reporters asked him, did you think you let the defense down? And he said, no. No. And that is the end of the Zach Wilson story in New York. He will never get that locker room back. Will never. They just benched him now. Why? Because... That dude won't take accountability. And why won't he take accountability? Because he's 22. He's 22. And he's an entitled 22. The dude was catapulted up an NFL draft he had no business being in. How do you expect him not to be entitled? He's in New York City. He's the talk of the town. He's on Instagram. He's talking to you know, He's got Bert. I don't know what's going on. He's talking about Tom Brady and their, his wife. He's got. He's dating some new chicks. He's got all kind of stuff going on except for playing good football. And so Robert Sala benched him, benched the guy, and they put back in Mike White, who, from all accounts of everybody around the Jets, has been better than Zach Wilson all along. And who do they have coming to town this weekend? The guy they should have drafted, number two overall, Justin Fields and the Bears. Now, I'm not saying Justin Fields has been a world beater, but Justin Fields beyond any stretch of the imagination has been the better of all of those drafted quarterbacks that he was around his first year this year he is the better of them all he looks better than Trevor Lawrence he looks miles better than Mac Jones he looks way better than Zach Wilson Trey Lance ain't playing so of course he looks better than him and if they could redraft I mean the Jaguars probably stick with Trevor Lawrence because he's got some promise but if everybody's being honest Justin Fields would be the number one overall pick, which I thought he should have been in the first place. So the Jets have a mess because they've got a team that is NFL Super Bowl ready. They've got a defense that gave up three points last week. Defense that is shutting people down. They've got a run game. They've got good receivers on the outside, but they have no quarterback to get them the ball. And they've been in this position for years. Hell, they took Sam Darnold trying to get this team over the hump. They keep making bad decisions on quarterbacks. Speaking of Sam Darnold and the Jets, do we know who was in that draft? The same draft with Sam Darnold. Lamar Jackson. And he went all the way at number 32. Why? Because teams did not want to give this dude a chance to play quarterback. They wanted Baker Mayfield. They wanted Josh Rosen. They wanted Sam Sam Darnold. All Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Good pick. Turned out to be great. Those other three guys won't be in the league in 2 years. Josh Rosen is already out of the league. Sam uh, Baker Mayfield is trash. Sam Darnold can't even start over Baker Mayfield. He's super trash. I just want people to talk about this. I want people to bring it up more. And I want you to think about it. And I want you to also understand. The brothers are coming for this quarterback position. I, I mean, I, I've been saying this for a minute. The day of the, the statue white quarterback is over. You You cannot be in this league anymore unless you got the athleticism of Josh Allen to play. You just can't. Everybody is moving up. Everybody is getting athletic quarterbacks. You can look at the college game and there's more black quarterbacks starting in college than we've ever seen before. Hell, the number one and two quarterbacks coming out in this draft are both brothers. People are going to lose their minds. We've never seen this before. The first two picks in the draft are going to be quarterbacks and they're going to be black quarterbacks. Marlon Briscoe, (laughs) <laughs> the dude from the Broncos way back in the day, has to be smiling somewhere. This is amazing. Vince Evans is somewhere smiling. Cordell Stewart is somewhere smiling. This is a day of reckoning. It's a dope day. I'm excited to see it. But yeah, Jets, y'all enjoy this misery while I sip on this Mictors. we we'll back after the break. Kevin, um, this is has been a very sad week. Um, if you're a hater, this is a very sad week for you if you're a hater, Kevin. The people that haters love to hate on have actually looked okay this week. I mean, Anthony Davis has looked like Anthony Davis. When haters will call him street clothes, they make fun of the dude for always getting, you know, for for having a penchant for getting injured. I will say that dude has a penchant for falling on the ground. I don't know why. It's like he's magnetic, and his legs just love falling on the ground. But he's been balling while LeBron is out. That dude has, I mean, hell, his past four games, he's put up over 30 points and had double-digit rebounds. He looks like a top five player that he has always been, except for he's been playing with LeBron and LeBron makes your game change. As a big dude, we've, we've chronicled this before. When LeBron gets a big dude, those dudes go on from, they go from being monsters to being slight terrors. It just gradually happens because you have to move your game out of the paint so LeBron can have free room to to, to run and and be in the paint and do other things he does, and then those guys end up becoming three-point shooters, and Anthony Davis can't shoot threes no more. But Anthony Davis is a top-five player when he plays in the paint and does whatever the hell he wants to do, and I hope when he gets back, When LeBron gets back, they keep this formula going and they run everything through Anthony Davis because he is supposed to be the best player on this team. Hell, he is. He's the best defensive player on this team. He's the best offensive player on this team. The offense needs to run through him. And haters, I'm so sorry that y'all having a bad week because Anthony Davis ain't gave you nothing to hate on. Speaking of the Lakers, the other dude everybody loves to hate on, my man Russell Westbrook. He looks like he's fitting in. Oh, my God, what are the haters going to do now? He's fitting in. He's coming off the bench, not causing a stink, doing what he does. He's putting up 20 points, giving him seven rebounds, seven assists. That is Russell Wilson's game, and he ain't causing no problems. Haters, how do you feel? Are you okay? And the big one. Oh, 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 Kevin, they mad about this one. Ben Simmons. Oh, Ben Simmons actually looks like the old Ben Simmons a little bit. Right, he's He just put up 22 points the other day. Had 10 assists, seven. Re- the dude is a talent. He's a 6'10 unicorn, a dude who can handle the rock, run your offense. He just can't shoot. He's never been a shooter. Coming off of a back surgery. And the dude is finally starting to feel himself. He went back to Philly. And I had everybody talking about, oh, Ben Simmons ain't going to play in Philly. He's a punk. He's a bitch. He ain't going to show up. He'll probably find a way to be hurt that game. The dude showed up in Philly where everybody was there to boo him and talk trash to him and flip him the bird and call him all kind of words and names. And the dude showed up and played ball hit free throws, made some points, had some assists, rebounds. The dude looks like he's getting back on schedule to being the all-star that he was. And if he can do that, that team is going to be scary. They need to get some more bigs. They're kind of light in the they're a little they're a little bit, you know, uh, light uh, light in the boots. But if they can get him back to all-star level, getting 15 points, 8 and 8, oh my god. They're going to be scary. Haters, What? how do you feel about yourself? Ben Simmons actually showed up, came to Philly, took all the boos, and grinned about it, and that's that's got to be a psychological step forward for him, right? Because that's where everything went down. But I think we put too much on it. I think the media put too much on it. That dude wasn't tripping. He just had a bad series. He wasn't, it didn't make him a terrible player. He had a bad series. People do that. People forget Kobe Bryant had bad series. But because he got to be Kobe Bryant all the way up to 37, 38 years old, we forget about some of the bad times he had. This dude is 25 years old. You've got to let him mess around and have a bad series. Nobody is perfect. I hate listening to these people kill these young dudes, these young players. Jason Tatum, they killed him last year. In the finals, oh, he's trash. He's not better than Jalen Brown. He is a top five player in this league. He had a growing series. 23 years old, got a team to the finals and had to learn how to lose. That's how life goes. But I swear everybody on the internet, I swear everybody in my little group chats, everybody has been perfect since they were born. It don't work that way. People have to fail to get better. So now Jason Tatum looks like he's a top. He look like he's the MVP of the league. Haters. Are y'all on life support? Are you okay? Clap. Clap if you're still alive, if you're okay. I know it's been tough, but y'all gonna be all right. You still got LeBron. Reggie's picked after the break. Uh... Uh 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 uh, uh 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 uh. It's Reggie's picks, baby. I hear it. I feel it. It's coming. About to get y'all some money. Y'all ready? Kevin. I don't know how we did last week or two weeks ago. I, I, I forgot. But I feel these picks this week. I, I think I think we're gonna go three zero this week, Kevin. I think I'm gonna go three and zero. Um, I just feel good. And maybe it's just because I've been drinking this Mictors. Mictors got me feeling good. But we're going 3-0 today. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where I say to put it. Kevin, what we got the first game?
0: I believe you, man, because I think we are on the same page this week with all three games for your Turkey Day celebration. First up, we got Buffalo at Detroit. Detroit getting nine and a half at home back in the Dome.
1: Huh. Okay, so we're going to see about this, Kevin, if we're on the same page. And this is interesting because... Buffalo didn't even have to go home because they just played their last game in Detroit because they had, like, 40 feet of snow, and so they had they couldn't play at a, at a Ralph Wilson Stadium, so they had to go play at Detroit. They played in Detroit, and they just—did they just lose? They didn't just lose this week, did they? We got to look that up because I don't know if, if, if Buffalo lost this week or what, what was— it? No, no, they won. They won this game. Um, but Buffalo and Detroit— This is an interesting game. It's nine and a half, correct? Detroit is getting nine and a half?
0: Correct, yeah.
1: That's a lot of points for an NFL game. And Detroit is coming off of a win.
0: I think they've won three in a row.
1: Yeah, Detroit just won at home. I mean, not at home. They just won on the road. Dude. And it's a short week for both of them. Josh Allen has not looked like Josh Allen the last couple of weeks. I really think Detroit covers this nine and a half. I think it's going to be a better game than people expect. Um, Buffalo doesn't really run the ball well. Detroit has been running the hell out of the ball with Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Keeping the ball out of the hands of Jared Goff. And they're getting Jamison Williams back this week. I don't know if he's going to be ready to go 100%, but he's back practicing their their first-round draft pick, the wide receiver. I'm going to take Detroit plus nine and a half to cover i think they covered this one kevin i agree the over under is 54 i'm not touching the 54 of the over under but i do think the detroit covers the nine and a half take detroit plus nine and a half
0: next up i agree all right this is probably the best game of the day uh new york giants at the cowboys cowboys are minus nine and a half this is another one, man. They
1: last time they played, it came down to the wire, but that was with Cooper Rush. Now they've got Dak back. It's in Jerry's world, but Jerry's world isn't really a a, a home game for the Cowboys because I've been there. It's always full of the other team's fans. It's almost like SoFi. Exactly. Right? It's almost like SoFi. <laughs> so I don't know if this is a real home game for them and this is a division rivalry. The thing about the Giants, though, is... They don't really have any receivers or any weapons outside. Wondell Robinson just got injured, and he's out. Um, I know Daniel Jones is there, and I'm not a big fan of him, but the thing that he does that can nullify the Cowboys' pass rush is he can run. Kevin, I don't know if you heard, they were calling him Vanilla Vic last week, right? They're calling him Vanilla Vic, which is, is a little preposterous, but this is another one, nine and a half. There's no way I'm touching that. It's a rivalry game. It's a short week for both teams. I think they're going to make it a running, a run-focused game. I'm taking the Giants to cover the 9.5. I
0: agree. Low-scoring game, too. I think it's a run-fest.
1: Yeah, run-fest. All right, the last game, the Patriots and the Vikings. Yes. And what do you have that
0: at, Kevin? Wants the line? Uh, I got min- Minnesota is minus 2.5, so it's going to be a close game. Three-point team, they, they're calling it. Uh, this will not be close. This will,
1: this, the only reason, the only reason it's at minus two and a half is because Minnesota just got slacked by the Cowboys last week. So people are remembering this and they're thinking, oh, it's Bill Belichick. He's going to play good defense against the, the Vikings. No. The Vikings just had a really bad week against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys have a defense that can get after Kirk Cousins. The Patriots do not have a pass rusher the likes of Micah Parsons. That means Kirk Cousins is going to be able to sit back there and throw the ball. They'll be able to run the ball. It's indoors. And the Patriots have Mac Jones, who is awful. The Minnesota Vikings are going to crush this line. Take the minus two and a half, lay the points trust me the vikings are winning so i just gave you three winners you're taking the detroit lions plus nine and a half you're taking the giants plus nine and a half against the cowboys and you are definitely taking the minnesota vikings minus two and a half over the patriots book it run it and then send me my 10 percent. yo you've been listening to i'm probably right rate us review a subscribe comment but please don't be hating make sure you tell a friend if you like the show share it pass it along My man Kevin Cleveland's been running the boards, engineering, producing. I just want to say thank you so much, Kevin. You make this show go, man. I appreciate you. There would be no show without you. Thank you. Hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. I hope everybody out there listening has a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe.